What's up, y'all? You're listening to One Fan's Opinion, the podcast where I offer my views on the Carolina Panthers and North Carolina Tar Heels. I'm your host, Neil Curtis. I'm no expert, but in my opinion, it's a great day to keep pounding. What's up, Carolina fans? You're listening to One Fan's Opinion. I'm your host, Neil Curtis, and I do not want to do this podcast today. Um, rough weekend uh, this weekend for the UNC Tar Heels. Um, no weekend for the Carolina Panthers as they were on a bye. Uh, so this is all about UNC um, and the rough outing they had in Chapel Hill uh, against the University of Virginia. So uh, if you watch the game, call up on the scores, you obviously know. Uh, huge disappointment uh, this weekend. Uh, but to be honest, you know, I don't want to say like I was expecting it. I was prepared for it. And even being prepared for it, it still sucked. Still hated it. Um, really, I don't, I don't even want to call it a lackluster. It was just, it was just a something missing type of performance from UNC. The defense was lackluster. I'll give, I'll say that. The defense looked like the defense from a year ago, maybe even almost two years ago, where, you know, guys were there. Guys seem to be in position. Uh, they're getting around the field, but once they got there, they didn't know what to do with their hands. You know, like it's almost, or like I've described before, it looks like they're doing their practice walkthrough where they'll get to the player, they'll simulate making a tackle. Okay, this is where I would like knock your head off, but I'm not going to because, you know, we're on the same team. This is just practice. I don't need to knock your head off because it's just practice. So, I just bop you, but know that in real life, uh, I would have taken you out. Um, and then they get to the game and do the exact same thing they've been doing in practice. They get to the guy like, oh, you know, you're supposed to go down now. I'm here. I, I'm making, I am quote unquote making this tackle, so why aren't you going down like I want you to go down? Um, but uh, the, uh, what's his name, Matt Collins uh, for UVA just was having none of that. <laughs> he did not care about UNC's tackling uh, ineptitude and just kind of bulldozed his way through them for like so many times throughout the game. Like uh, UVA finished 31 points, uh, four touchdowns, three of those from the running back, and just not um, obviously a great game all around. Um, seemed like for wide receivers a uh, really challenging game as well especially Nate McCollum um, after what looked like an incredible uh, circus catch uh, he just wasn't the same for the rest of the game uh, a lot of drops especially some drops that you know, some were overthrown um, are a little high a little out of place uh, from Drake Ray but there were some, but these were catches that we've seen him make in the past. And it was just kind of uh, sucked to see him, Drake, uh, not clicking, not hitting it um, quite right. Des Walker looked pretty good again. Um, he did have that one uh, pass go right through his hands. Sort of again, a little bit of a higher pass, but I think it was a little bit of a higher pass because of the coverage. Um, I don't think 
may probably meant for it to go quite that high, but I think he was aiming a little higher than normal uh, to get over the coverage. Um, Tez just not able to come down with it. Did the whole immediate looking for a flag thing. Like, you know what, just make the catch. Make the catch, you don't have to worry about the flag. Um, and that was still a catchable ball. You could have caught that, you could have caught that ball. Um, of course, I'd say this, you know, 40 year old five foot ten kid dude like uh like I could have gone out there and done the same thing like it's no big deal but you know this guy is like shown the ability I say these things because he's shown the ability he's done this before um so you know finish that finish the play strong make the catch and you know he put us right there at the goal line ready to go in the uh uh, unfortunate, some miscues uh, at the as all almost always at the wrong time. You know, uh, Carolina got that touchdown late, called back, will have put them back up in the game, uh, or will have given them a seven point or potentially a seven point uh, cushion instead of the three points that they ended up taking uh, on the field goal uh, because of the Morales hold. I think he just kind of went low and the uh, defender went down in a weird way and Morales just kind of tumbled into him. I don't think Morales had any intent of trying to take him out the way he did. I think it was just a weird slip and stumble into each other that ended up looking like more of a hold than it really was. I get why they called it. It very much looked like it, but I don't think you know, you see some holes, you're like, yeah, that dude just got beat. He's doing everything in his power to try not to let the guy pass him because he's beat and he knows it. Um, or, you know, this dude is just, like, overmatched by the defender and he's doing everything in his power. You know, if he's got to freaking tackle him, if he's got to cut him down, he's, he's trying to do whatever he can to stop this bull. And uh, that's... Those are, you know, some pretty clear and blatant holes. I think, I mean, Morales is a big dude. I think it was pretty evenly matched with the uh, end coming around. And I think could was trying to, you know, put in a legitimate block. I think it just came out looking more awkward than it actually was. And because of how awkward it was, it looked more like a hold than it really was. And really just crappy call and have a horrible time um, I think especially there in the third going to the fourth I was like, one of my most concerning uh, takeaways was I think UNC kind of got themselves into a spot where they realized oh shit, we could lose this game uh, we could lose you know our rank uh, we could you know we should not be, you know, behind like this to this team. And so then they start, you know, trying to force um, stuff. And they start trying to, like, look, we got to, like, get this together and get this on, get this out and get this going. Um, and then they start forcing stuff. And the next thing you know, uh, they're, you know, making some pretty poor decisions. Uh, again, like I said, pass is going a little wide, going a little high uh, from – Drake and just really didn't look very good, looked very out of sync, um, weren't clicking. Uh, I think I yelled at the TV at one point, you know, 
what you guys do? Did you like go to a celebration party on Friday night instead of waiting till after the game? Um, so just all around, not great. Um, again, defense not up to the par that had been for the last couple of games. Um, I think what was the stat I heard during the game? They had not allowed at home anyway. Um, an opposing team to score in the fourth quarter in the first quarter. Um, this game they allowed Virginia to score 14 points in the first quarter. Um, they're in Chapel Hill, so really just kind of curious as to what happened on the defensive side of the ball. Um, why the regression? Uh, UVA talented team always seems to give. Uh, Mac Brown in particular, but UNC a weird time um, last year. Very similar. Like we were lucky to get out of there with the win because they were uh, fighting that game all the way down to the end. I remember when UNC won the game last year. I was just so thankful uh, that they were, were able to pull out the win and actually pull it off. And then if you're you know a longtime Carolina fan, you remember 1999. UNC was, they already lost one to uh, Florida State University. Uh, I think that was the time Florida State was number one. UNC was number three in the nation. Uh, trying to make some noise, trying to show their natural relevancy, um, be considered for um, the champion bowl, championship bowl game. Uh, that was back before the playoffs when the uh, championship would be between decide between the top two teams um, in a rotating bowl, and they're trying to make some noise. Uh, Florida State came to Chapel Hill; it was a huge deal. Florida State ended up just crushing them. Um, or no, sorry, UNC went to Florida State, uh, and Florida State just ended up crushing them. And then a couple weeks later, uh, playing in Virginia, and UNC. Pretty much dominated most of the game. They're pretty well ahead. Went into the fourth quarter with the lead. Uh, was looking like they were going to be a, just one loss on the season, and that was going to be to the number one team. Uh, they're still well inside the top ten. Uh, we're getting exactly where they were at. Looking to get um, a prominent like New Year's Eve, post New Year's Eve type of bowl bid, and chucked it to UVA. Um, in the last minute, UVA ran, pushed uh, the ball across their goal line uh, for uh, that last minute touchdown um, and just kind of sent UNC back uh, with a loss. So two-loss team. Um, the bowl committees downgraded UNC uh, pretty hard because of the two losses, in particular the one to UVA, who I think at the time also not a very strong school. Not a very strong school back then either. Uh, UNC gets a you know lower tiered bowl, and Mac Brown says, "Free enough with this." And this the committee is not going to show a team like UNC um, any kind of respect. One or two losses on the record, they should have had a little bit more respect. So Mac Brown leaves for Texas, realizing that. UNC just like not a lot of support behind the football program, uh, not a lot of respect from the committees, 
and so left for Texas and the rest of that was history and you know I getting a little concerned about that this time around too where uh, the fan support in particular um, I'm just <laughs> it's hard you know um, to see how people not really um, behind the team not really into the program as much as I wish they were uh, I know people say like this is a um, basketball school uh, this is basketball country but my goodness like we've got a good team we've got a team performing well it gets into the top 10 a number 10 ranked team in the nation and there were empty seats throughout the stadium on Saturday and I just could not believe it uh, I went I think I mentioned before I took my son to a University of Florida game a few weeks back unranked Florida versus unranked Vanderbilt um, essentially a similar type of matchup in terms of uh, Florida's talent and ability well that ahead well ahead of that of uh, Vanderbilt um, expected Florida to get the win expected Florida to do it by probably double figures um, and so not you know kind of a lower tiered ranked Vanderbilt team visiting an unranked University of Florida team in the swamp, which I think sees close to 80, over 80,000, almost 90,000 people packed. Place was packed. It was full. Um, trying to get into that place took just getting through the gate. Probably took my son and I 20, 25 minutes to get through the like from being with inside of the gate and then getting through security in the gate. Probably took at least 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and so just that kind of dedication to your program from your fan base, from your alumni. Because, you know, that's not all students. That's alumni. Uh, that's people like me who just know that there's, like, a tradition here, uh, there, or there's, you know, an expectation there. There's an atmosphere there that's worth going to see. Uh, even as a neutral fan and it's, there's that kind of like support there that you can fill it out Keenan Stadium 59,000 um, seats and there were easily um, 10 to 15 that were just empty for a num- for the number 10 team in the nation number 10 team and like I saw on Twitter like I commented on it on Twitter and someone mentioned the fact that it was fall break okay so where's the alumni? You know, it's still a weekend. It's still just Saturday. Um, 59,000 seats. You're not going... UNC's undergrad population is somewhere in the uh, low 20s. So there's no way you're going to fill it with students to begin with. Um, what I saw were empty seats from that would have been filled by alumni. So where were those folks? Where are those folks? And that, like, really concerns me because, again... Despite how well this team could do, what this team is, could be capable of, that's not kidding the backing and fan support that I think it really needs to become one of those nationally relevant um, championship expectation type of football programs. That's what I really want for this team. That's where I want it to go. Um, that's why I'm a fan because I want us to like, I want UNC to be able to contend for a national championship. And until you get that kind of atmosphere, 
that kind of uh, mentality that we are going to pack our stadium out no matter what. Uh, but certainly when we're ranked and deserve to be recognized um, and you're not doing it, then it's going to be really hard uh, to stay relevant. It's going to be hard to keep uh, coaches like Brown, who has been doing a terrific job, um, or being a high-profile, high-end, um, high-caliber coach um, after Mac Brown uh, leaves again because I mean obviously he will at some point so that's always something in the back of the mind to consider so those are just my my thoughts uh, my quick take on uh, the game and how it went uh, thought it started out a little slow it looked like it was going to pick up there um, in the second in the second quarter going into the beginning of the third I thought uh, we had flipped a switch that seemed we had seemed to be doing lately I think the team thought that too and UVA was just like nope flipped it back and uh, kind of wrote it out and uh, you know wrote our hubris and uh, tacked the, our first L fortunately I think I think we only dropped down to 17 um, that's not great but um, to be perfectly honest I think this team's probably as long as it you know regains its focus, sticks with it, um, kind of gets back in, gets their head back into the game. I think this team's, you know, in the 12 to 13 range. Um, and with some more wins, uh, take it to, we got Georgia Tech to get past this weekend. Another team that seems to like trip us up and screw us over last year in particular. Um, we, uh, just absolutely uh, screwed that up. Well, that was a horrible game last year. Um, so hopefully we can stay focused this time and take it to Georgia Tech, take out our frustrations, and get the W. And then Campbell, and then start focusing on Duke, Clemson, and NC State. Which that is just a freaking gauntlet. I don't care how poorly Clemson seems to be playing right now. I don't care that they're unranked. I don't care that, you know, they're not where they have been over the past 10 years or so. They're going to be a tough play. They're going to be a tough team to beat. Um, Duke's going to be a tough team to beat. And NC State's always tough. So, but I think if we can close out the season with um, the win streak, we can easily be uh, right around 12, maybe 13, um, when all is said and done. And who knows, maybe we will get the opportunity to contend for the ACC championship. And if we can pull out the upset win there, because frankly, I believe if we beat Florida State, that would be an upset win. Um, then I still don't think we'd really get uh, the consideration for the playoff. But at least they would talk about us. And then who knows? Maybe we can get a nice New Year's Eve bowl, or New Year's Day bowl. Um, get uh, kind of get back in the spotlight a little bit. So really, one mind winning that bowl game. Um, but but like I said, those are my that's my opinion. Let me know yours. You can find me on Twitter at UNC Navy zero three, uh, and then of course Instagram as well. Um, one fan's opinion. 
Um, let me know what you think, and I will talk to you in the next one. Later.